From Schwartz Media, I'm Ruby Jones. This is 7am. With the renewed focus on colonial monuments, a group of academics and artists is petitioning the city of Sydney to remove Thomas Warner's Cook statue from Hyde Park and place it in a public museum. Today, Tristan Harwood on the case for moving Cook. Tristan, tell me about the open letter that you've co-written. What is it asking for? Yeah, so Nick Tammons, who's a curator and an educator, approached me last week to write an open letter basically requesting the relocation of the statue of Captain Cook from its current location in Sydney's Hyde Park to a public museum. Tristan Harwood is an Indigenous writer, cultural critic and researcher. His open letter appeared in the Saturday paper. And so the letter itself is addressed to the city of Sydney. And in writing the letter, we acknowledged the historic significance of Cook and the statue itself, which was executed by the artist Thomas Woolner, but also that this statue represents Cook's continuing legacy in First Nations people's dispossession. And, I mean, from my personal experience as an Indigenous person, it's really confronting and hurtful to be met by this kind of imposing statue in a public space. And it is genuinely hurtful to see symbols of your oppression be commemorated and held in prominent positions. And there have already been protests and, you know, actions taken against this monument. Yeah, so the protests in Hyde Park that have sort of been directed at the statue have included graffiti text written on the statue. Two women have been charged over the vandalism of the Captain Cook statue in Hyde Park. Police allege they had spray cans in their bag and were captured on CCTV. New South Wales... Trying, I think, to contextualise the history of that statue, Cook's role in the history of colonialism and dispossession and genocide. Police will allege graffiti read no pride in genocide and sovereignty never ceded. Police allege- and that's sort of what graffiti, the graffiti on the statues has tried to call to attention. But in the course of that... Officers were seen circling the statue during last night's unauthorised Black Lives Matter protest. There has been intensified policing of the statue of Cook. Hundreds of police have flooded Sydney's CBD, surrounding a statue of Captain Cook and moving crowds of protesters from Town Hall through Hyde Park. There was images of the police standing around guarding the statue that have been disseminated through the media. What is this? You're in breach of current COVID legislation, legislation being in groups of 10 or more people. This is a final And I think what that sort of indicates is that while sort of writing on statues is an important political expression, the current approach to policing the statues is to maintain the status quo. We're standing for our country, boys. Yep. All we're doing is standing. I didn't come here for this. And maintain the kind of power structures that are 
a part of the systemic racism that these statues are tied up in. And please keep visiting, please keep coming, because we will not stop. The police will not stop us. We are going home willingly to make sure they can't do any more police brutality to us. So to see the sort of monument to Cook being protected in such a way, being kept safe while so often Indigenous people are made to feel unsafe by police was quite jarring for a lot of people. This debate over colonial statues is playing out across the world at the moment. Can you tell me about some other examples, maybe what happened in, in Bristol in the UK? Yeah, so that is that is the other route that's been taken. And Edward Colston, he was uh, like a very reprehensible figure. He was a 17th century slave trader and he made his fortune on the trading of human lives, on human suffering. And what has happened there is amidst the Black Lives Matter protests, a group of protesters have gathered and in a very powerful act, basically tied chains around and ropes around the neck of the statue of Colston and dragged it down. And then proceeded to roll the statue through the streets before dumping it into the harbour. Tristan, why do you think it is that in Australia statues are not being torn down? And and why in this letter, for instance, are you advocating for this more formal route of moving the statue of Cook? Yeah, I mean, it's a hard sort of decision to make because I think there is a lot of power in that political expression of, of tearing a statue down. But I also think going back to those images of policing, I think there's a really legitimate fear that in Australia anybody caught removing those statues could be severely punished by the criminal justice system and I think it's seven years in jail and there's the fines, $88,000. But one of the, the fears for me in taking the route of toppling the statue is that if... If it were to come down, where where then does it go? So I'm not sure that it should be discarded of. Um, I think it does have a certain place in a museum as a reminder of the foundations of the Australian nation. And also I just I would be concerned that if it were to be taken down informally, it could simply be re-erected by the city. So that's something that we want to try and avoid by offering the route of housing it in a public museum. We'll be back in a moment.
The Every Moment Matters campaign provides accurate, evidence-based information and advice about alcohol, pregnancy and breastfeeding. It has been created by the Foundation for Alcohol Research and Education and endorsed and funded by the Australian Government. Alcohol use during pregnancy can lead to Fetal Alcohol Spectrum Disorder, or FASD, a lifelong disability. So make the moment you start trying the moment to stop drinking. Visit everymomentmatters.org.au to find out more. For long-time editor Winnie Dunn, there were a few rules she followed when writing her debut novel. I really don't subscribe to writing for the sake of, you know, trauma dumping or getting your trauma out. That's what a therapist is for, please. <laughs> please go see a therapist. We're very pro-therapy on yeah, yeah, if, that's, no. if that's what you're using writing for. I'm Michael Williams, and on this week's very therapeutic episode of Read This, I chat with Winnie Dunn. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Tristan, you're part of a group who are petitioning for the removal of a statue of Captain Cook from Hyde Park in Sydney to a public museum. What would this achieve? Yeah, so the practical outcome would be that in a public museum, the statue of Cook can be properly contextualised, both in terms of Cook's historical significance and the role he has played in British colonialism and also the other historical interpretations of Cook. So not only is Cook a major figure in the authorised Australian histories, he's a major figure in popular culture. He's also features in Aboriginal stories. So I think it's important to have a number of perspectives on who this figure is and why he doesn't really have a place as a public monument anymore. And if it's presented not as a monument but as an artwork, what is the difference? So the difference for me is I think that monuments are much more narrowly defined than art. They are erected to commemorate someone that's notable, a notable person or a a notable historic event. And they're often placed in these prominent public spaces. And they really, when they're an effective monument, they really impose their presence on those spaces. Monuments speak symbolically about the meaning of that place, the use of that place, and who that place is for. Whereas art is much more broadly defined and I think by placing such a work in a museum, it can be appreciated for its aesthetic and formal qualities as an artwork, while at the same time it can be thought about in its historical context. Mm -hmm. What do you say to people who would argue that we should be more squarely focused on other outcomes, things like ending deaths in custody and and closing the health gap? Yeah, um, I would say that these are issues of vital importance. I think these are all really important. What I would say is that representation is connected to these issues and I think we do have space to be having these conversations and be taking steps towards concrete actions on these issues simultaneously. And I would say that it's important to remove these statues because 
their symbols of oppression. Mm-hmm. Why do you think the defenders of statues hold on so tightly? What are they worried about losing if statues like this are moved? Yeah, I mean, that's a really hard question. One of the objections that I've heard is that to remove these historical statues, it's an act of historical erasure. Something I guess is more of a speculation from me is that I think there's this certain where will it end type fear that people sometimes have. And I think that goes to a certain level of fragility because I think it's a fear that maybe if Cook goes, then Macquarie goes and then someone else goes and then down the line it's the person they cherish who's being named as a racist or even themselves. You know, it's something that is reiterated by the leadership. Well, when you talk about someone like Captain James Cook, in his time, he was one of the most enlightened persons on these issues you could imagine. I mean, Australia... In comments like Scott Morrison's about Cook not actually being a slave owner and therefore not being so bad of a person. Australia, when it was um, founded um, as, a, as a settlement, um, as New South Wales, was, was on the basis that there'd be no slavery Also, I think Turnbull's sort of dismissal of Stan Grant's article in the past addressing Cook's colonial legacy. I'm I'm an admirer of Stan's, but he is dead wrong here. Trying to and there's a sort of impetus to either deny or minimise the past wrongdoings of these figures. What are these people thinking? This is the greatest country in the world. Our achievement is so remarkable. We should be so proud of Australia and its history. And on Australia, in order to maintain the sort of power balance that exists in the nation, but we can't get into okay. this sort of Stalinist exercise of trying to wipe out, you know, or obliterate or blank out uh, parts of our history. And the other social issue, I know, a You've written to the city of Sydney and that letter was in the Saturday paper at the weekend. What do you think will happen now? Yeah, so, um, I mean, we're really grateful to the signatories who have put their names to the open letter and I think that it will attract public attention as this is an urgent issue and it's the right moment in time for the Statue of Cook to be addressed and we believe that the City of Sydney will read the letter and take it seriously and ultimately we hope that the Woolner Statue of Cook will be relocated from the park to a public museum where it can be better contextualised in the history of colonial art in Australia. Tristan, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Sydney Dance Company explodes on stage with Momenta. This world premiere by acclaimed choreographer Raphael Bonicella is unmissable contemporary dance. Strictly limited season from the 28th of May to the 8th of June. Book now at sydneydancecompany.com. 
also in the news, nine public housing towers in Melbourne were placed into hard lockdown without any warning on Saturday afternoon, with residents now unable to leave their homes for any reason. The towers in the suburbs of Flemington and North Melbourne are home to about 3,000 adults and children. Victorian health authorities said hundreds of people in the towers may have been exposed to coronavirus and health workers would now be going floor to floor conducting tests. Hundreds of police are also at the towers enforcing the lockdown, which will be in place for at least five days. The Victorian government says people in the towers will be provided with food and essentials and won't have to pay rent for two weeks. I'm Ruby Jones. This is 7am. See you tomorrow.